This is The Conscious Experience. tumblr days that's all it was about and taking nice pictures and all that so i said okay let me see like let me just take one picture with it yeah and i walked by this window and the quote on the window said Mm. things aren't what they seem nor are they otherwise Mm. and i just took a picture of that and that was like my first picture ever wow wow. and that's that's still like my favorite picture to this day wow that's awesome and after that it was just like i just stuck with it came to fau and pursued a film degree and then once that started exposing me and kind of like forcing me to go into filmmaking and then also you know being an aka you also travel a lot you get to see a lot of different things so that's a whole nother community that i can do um that i can create for so i just took all of my outside influences and just made stuff from it that's that's awesome to hear i just to backtrack a little bit that's something i noticed like i'm a small town boy mm-hmm. born in mississippi i was uh spent most of my formative years uh being raised in small suburbs of uh michigan and so i didn't realize like how culturally diverse the world was until i moved to south florida and then there's mm-hmm. something else i didn't realize how that a setting such as that so uh, a setting that's very diverse it breeds so much creativity Right. So that's why the, the Brooklyn's of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the uh, the Miami's of the world, you know, uh, San Francisco of the world. They create these very interesting, uh, creative people like yourself who can do so many different things. Like so many different. Like, that's awesome, man, that 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 you're able to have that eye and put things together in, in, in video form or be able to capture a moment like that. that that's like the ultimate gift like i i envy people who are able to do that it's like wow man i the best i can do is draw stick figures <laughs> you know yeah. that's the best that's the best but that's awesome that there that, that is if you if you if you could paint your future right mm-hmm. let's say your legacy what what would that look like 20 30 years down the road It would definitely um, have some interpretive pieces because my ultimate goal is to become a filmmaker. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm very much inspired by Jordan Peele. Like, the way that he switches around what what some people may consider, like, a simple concept or something, the way he can switch it around and make you really think about things, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the level of... um, impactfulness that i would like my work to have yeah so that i can really make you think and like reflect you know and everything because that's why i named my um business revelationary visuals because it's kind of like you're supposed to have some sort of revelation while you look at it wow so it's kind of like i've always wanted to bring something out of people with my work so even when it um 
came to painting and stuff too because i do have like anything art related i'm in it like 100 mm. percent. yeah so me also knowing with um because the school that i went to it was basically based on greek and roman mythology mm. so a lot of the uh, like we had this one art class we had to study old paintings and stuff so we studied mm. like medusa and you know things of that nature or like the sculptures and how you had to get a um like your purpose or you had to get a certain message across just visually mm. and it's like that's kind of the hardest thing to do because it's easy to talk about something it's easy to explain something mm -hmm. but for you to put something just so people can understand it visually and still have the same message seen by everybody yeah then that is where the true skill like is really set into so i had to really focus on that i'm glad that i did have a background in that too so i channel a lot of you know old um artists like da vinci you know michelangelo mm. all of those people so it's just i take and i pick from past and future and like my surroundings and gotcha. just mesh it all together wow yeah when you look at some of uh da vinci's art you're like uh, i'm and me personally i'm like holy crap like how did he even put that on you know it's just it's just amazing like that that comes from the human mind like the human mind is just absolutely amazing some some of the things that we can do as 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 a race a human race is just absolutely amazing um i for me inspiration is what kind of drives my life I'm, I'm like the passenger when it comes to that mm -hmm. um inspiration for you what 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 gets you into you know the muse you know um let's see because it's like it's different pieces come from like different places so gotcha again a lot of my um landscape pictures or just like city pictures because i love my city so much like i was always trying to take different pictures and different um perspectives on how new york city looked then um i would say love is probably another influence for me mm -hmm. like i've always been a hopeless romantic so even before <laughs> i was able to you know step into the game really it's like <laughs> i just had these kind of like fantasies like hopes for something so i would just mm -hmm. create something as if i had that person to give it to yeah and um yeah so a lot of my um work definitely had like feeling and sentimental you know purpose for it wow so yeah definitely ho hopeless romantic on <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i'm i'm looking at you and you seem just so like invested in into your art and craft and that's something that i i can honestly when, when i see that in people like it it really inspires me and and and, and, that, and that's a part that i love about you know individuals and what they what their expertise is in and it's just it's, it's amazing when you can get into that zone because i i get into that zone with uh like jujitsu right like right. um it's a it's an art some even though it might seem like oh guys just beating each other up or like mm -hmm. trying to it's it's an art. It's really how you express yourself because there's some guys who have di like everybody has a different style. Right. Like mine and is technique, yeah. yeah technique right. Mine is more right now. I'm 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 kind of like one dimensional because I'm new in the game. But mm -hmm. like my professor, like he plays half guard and you know he he sets you up with sweeps and then he mounts you and and like there's endless ways of you know getting that angle which is the submission or, or mm -hmm. a dominant position and it's just like the more creative you can be. I, I, 
the more easier things are, right. are, are, are. And I think that travels across every creative boundary, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. So innovation is definitely important. <laughs> if something isn't working, you have to come up with a new way yeah. to make it work. So innovation is always happening. So you have to have that level of creativity. And sometimes some people don't even know it until they're faced with a task that they have to complete. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of like when the light bulb goes off and it's like, well, wow, I can really do something with this. Yeah, so yeah, most definitely. I have to ask you, what drives you to uh, keep going? What drives you to keep uh, pushing out steady content? I looked at your uh, blog, absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Thank like you, everything is just precise. And the reason why I know this because I I have a blog, um, and I'm like, man, it's 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 weird to learn the interface at first. Mm-hmm. I'm on Bluehost. I don't know if you uh, know that platform. No, I'm not yeah. sure that. It's 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 weird to learn, but like I can appreciate how precise mm-hmm. and how well organized and constructed your blog is. It's like that. wow, it, it takes a lot of work to get going and 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 to keep that face like what what drives you it's definitely my mother Mm. um shout out to all the good mothers out there (laughs) yeah (laughs) ma dukes yeah (laughs) from like as long as i can remember like she's always been you know trying to make stuff happen for us and do it with you know her head held high and making it seem as though there's no issues because like Mm. i was fooled for a long time like i was fooled so she really did a good job of shielding me from like the world's issues. Not too much where I would, you know, be completely aloof like as soon as I get out on my Absolutely. own, but like yeah. enough where I can still enjoy the phases of life that I'm going through. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just trying to buy my mama a house <laughs> and you know, a couple cars, you know, a couple handbags, you know, new wardrobe, all of that stuff. No lie. You know, definitely trying to get that for her and that's kinda like yeah, that's my main inspiration as far as trying to make sure that that happens because yeah. if I can't do it for her, it's just like she's yeah. like the main person that deserves it. So yeah, yeah, I have to do it for her. Yeah. It's striking how similar our paths are because I feel the same exact way. I, I'm from a single parent household. Mm-hmm. So my mom literally had to work two jobs to put, you know, the, the food on the table and clothes on her back and. I just have a uh, a never-ending love and appreciation for my mother, man. It's 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 a relationship bond that I can't explain, but I'm sure you are very familiar with that mm-hmm. bond, and uh, and that's what you know drives me to like it's I it, it's honest. She's honestly like my engine. Like mm-hmm. she 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 gives me that energy to keep going and keep striving for my blessing because she sacrificed so much. So much. You know, we talked about the uh, the protests a little bit earlier in the um, episode and what's going on. Like this is what you know our ancestors did. Mm-hmm. The, 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 this is what people, you know, white black who, who fought for. You know, for for our freedom. Um, and, and for us to vocalize the way we feel. And if we feel like something is uh, is is corrupt or we feel like something's wrong in this country, we have that First Amendment right to go out and, and talk and speak about it. Mm-hmm. And so just having people like that and, and going back to my mother, having someone that strong in my life driving, driving me and being that engine is, I can't ask for more. It's, it's the best found base I think you could possibly have. Having Honestly. a parent like that, yeah. They're, they're always going to be, like, if they're, if you see how they grind for you, just know that, like, they're going to support you in anything that you do. Yeah. 
most definitely. You might talk, you know, a little something <laughs> here and there, but ultimately they're going to be for you, so. Yeah, she's my toughest critic, man. She lets me know if I'm slipping, and, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You need that honesty in life. If you don't have anyone telling you that you're tripping, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, you need someone to, to rationalize with you and be like, hey, you're slipping. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and and that's what she is for me, man. I, I'm... I don't want to spend this whole podcast <laughs> obsessing no, no, over it, but that's that's, that's just definitely true. Cause that's like, like she will get on me with a couple of like financial things, and <laughs> I'll be like, damn, then I really gotta be out here trying to book these people. And, <laughs> you know, that's that's also another thing because my cousin, he's the also the one that gives me the opportunity to be able to take these pictures. Cause mm-hmm. um, I believe my first video shoot was with CRE the Kid. Okay. And then my second one was the um, Every Day We Lit video for mm. Lucci and P&B Rock. Yes. So he was like, you know, then he put me on to Jacquees and then eventually Young M.A. So it's like her constantly pushing me out to make, you know, do something and get a little heads up in life. And then him just giving me the opportunity, just like, okay, I'm on it. Once yeah. he calls me, like, no matter where I am. <laughs> When I see my cousin's name jump up on the phone, I already know what it is. I'm like, I'm on the way, you know. So it's just those kind of two influences, just being able to, because as much as you can try, you still do mm-hmm. need to be able to network. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can only move forward if everybody helps each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's I'm grateful for having that kind of support system and the ability to, you know, attack these opportunities and make the best of them. Because eventually, like, I'm going to be the one oh, yeah. doing these videos. Like, I I'm not just going to be, you know, shadowing him uh, with the behind the scenes. Like, I'm going to be out there telling people what to do. So I we're like going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that confidence. You, 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 ha- you have to have that undeniable belief in yourself. Um, because if you don't, no one's going to believe in your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, do you spend time, like, um, do you believe in, like, manifesting uh, your do. reality? keeping a positive mindset and mm-hmm. and and not letting anything get between your goals yeah um i noticed that a lot of um because like you know when you go through something or you come to a point in time when you look back you can kind of pinpoint all the things that were kind of leading up to it so when it came to you know spirituality it was i was seeing here and there you know different things that kind of worked with what I was eventually going to come into. So manifesting and, you know, meditation and all of that stuff. My first experience seeing that was in the What's Love Got to Do With It movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so <laughs> that was Classic. definitely my right. first, um, you know, that kind because of, I, after I heard her doing her chants, I was like, you know, what does that mean? And, you know, looked it up and everything like that. So that was like my introduction. And then one of my um, older sorority sisters, she was telling me about the different um, crystals and their purposes and all of that stuff. And she said she was going to buy one for me, but <laughs> never happened. <laughs> still waiting but, on it, still waiting on it. Yeah, yeah, still waiting. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's kind of like she kind of linked me with that. Then, you know, I, um, I met somebody that I was kind of dealing with at the time, and they started getting into it, and it was kind of like everything was just, like, pushing me yeah. towards it. And I kind of find solace in it because – it's more of a freedom in like mm-hmm. within yourself. Like when you can l- go 
like inward and just be able to relax and Mm -hmm. really focus and because i I had an issue with like anxiety and depression yeah there was a point where you know it got real real dark but i had to you know focus and meditate and really plan out my life speak life into my life because other than that that was the only thing that was able to you know keep me afloat because i'm saying these things which means i'm going to do them absolutely so if i didn't have that kind of drive to just not let you know the darkness enclose on me and everything like that then you know i needed to i needed to find some kind of way out of that darkness and that was really the you know light at the end of the tunnel for me yeah well that's a testament to your character you know i for me i love i love that superhero story you know what i'm saying where you know you face adversity you know it, it's looking like you're down for the count and you come back and you just this this you know this the best character ever you you you've taken control of the narrative in your life and now you're the superhero i love stories like that and so when when it comes down to having so much adversity going on right and you have so much adversity going on and 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 you and and everybody's human man everybody has those slumps life is not a singular thing it's like it's up and down it's up and down it resembles a roller coaster to me but when you come back from those down spots it's the sweetest thing ever. It's the sweetest <laughs> thing ever, man. It, it really is. The, and I think that's the whole beauty with success because you realize how far you came. You know, I, I, I can even, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, I'm a huge self-critic of myself and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I know Brian's seen it. <laughs> He's seen it today, but like, <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I, whatever the things I love, this podcast, <clears throat> jujitsu, I get very like intense with it you know mm-hmm. and, and i take it very serious and and sometimes that passion can overwhelm me and put me into that down spot but you have to find that light yeah definitely you have to find that light and it's like also with me realizing like my power of being able to you know kind of speak things into existence yeah. i remember i think it was after um my cousin sent me to go work with jacques i think it was a little bit after that but i told him i said listen if you ever work with tori lanes please i don't care where i am <laughs> let me know where you are and yeah. i will make it over there okay yeah come to find out i ended up working with tori lanes without even needing my cousin there wow so it was just like i said i was gonna work with him and like three years later, I ended up actually working with him. How was that? Is he is he a nice guy? Yeah, he's definitely nice. Like, I, yeah. nicer than I expected him to really? be. Like, as soon as I walked in the house, he looked at me. He was like, what you need? You know, make yourself at home. Wow. You know, everything comfortable like that. And so, it's definitely so, a cool guy. <laughs> it must be, like, widen your perspective on life, meeting all these superstars mm-hmm. and them being, like, very cordial and being very normal. You're like, whoa, this is... <laughs> yeah, it's definitely because I know a lot of people have this thing in their head about celebrities mm-hmm. that they're supposed to be like these upp- uppity people yeah it's like nah they really just us with money like that's really <laughs> what it is so everybody was just you know coiling around the house and everything i'm like in contact with one of his main um creative directors mm-hmm. so i'm just waiting on her to hit me up Sweet. again yeah. so 
But just, you know, importance of networking and be able to speaking things into existence mm-hmm. and making sure that if you say you're going to do something, yeah. it's going to happen. Like, yeah. Definitely believe that it will happen simply because you spoke it. Yeah. You, I mean, I, I just want to highlight that speaking things into existence. That is an actual real thing. Mm-hmm. And people might hear him like, oh, my God, what are they talking about? No, that is actually a real thing. I learned like yeah I didn't believe it at first either. I didn't believe it either <laughs> I didn't believe it until it was at the most critical point of my career in jiu-jitsu which was the second tournament the first tournament was like oh beginner's luck you know you know I train hard you know I'm a white belt it's whatever that second one it was in Miami tougher competition you know you got you got you got some tough guys down here and I just I, I remember uh, I, I think it was like my training camp was like a month and a half. I, 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 um, and so I developed this iron like mentality, but paired with that, I, I, I developed this, um, this, this, this immense trust in myself and, 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 and like this, this, this ability to manifest what I wanted. And I just began to visualize myself on that podium with the gold, you know, with the um, with the uh, gold necklace on right here. Is that is actually right there? You know what I'm saying? I'm flexing a little bit. No. <laughs> but I visualized that. I visualized it over and over again. Every time I would work out and I was too tired, or you know, when I did, I visualized, hey, you know, this hard work is going to be worth it at the end of the day. And that's and that's something that I realized that if you believe in something, you have a positive mindset, reality will bend its way. To make that happen. Exactly. Yeah. Have you read the book, The Alchemist? I haven't, but I just ordered The Secret, and it's um, mm. pretty much of the same yeah. you know, content. Yeah. But I've heard I've heard better reviews about the secret than the, the secret. Alchemist. I I haven't read the secret, but I would I would recommend the Alchemist just because it's like a it's a it's a it's a cool journey. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of life lessons. I'm sure the secret has a lot of life lessons too. But um, Alchemist is what really shaped uh, my mind mm-hmm. set and really put me onto the uh, power of manifestation and power to go out on your personal journey and don't care what anyone else says. Just do your life and. and and um, it it really shaped my mind towards that. Yeah, it's it's a great book. I would I would recommend it for sure, mm-hmm. definitely. And the secret is is the uh, is the book that you just yeah ordered. I ordered yeah. it because um again that my older sorority sister that said she was gonna buy me the crystals um, yeah she's <laughs> oh, on. <laughs> we might need yeah. to put her on. <laughs> so I said yeah. put her on blast. Yeah, no, <laughs> but um yeah she's the one who actually told me about the secret and it was like. Again, I should have, I mean, nothing, everything happens, you know, the time it's supposed mm-hmm. to happen, but the fact that she's been telling me about it, and it's mm-hmm. like, a lot of people have said good things about it, I'm like, okay, it's, it's probably time for me to just look into it, but I did have a, um, I did think about The Alchemist too, but yeah. I think I just saw a link for The Secret, and I was yeah, like, yeah, let me no. just click that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, there's there's so many good books out there that, that will develop your mind as far as like, you know, putting you in the right place. Um, I realized I didn't realize how important it was to uh, have like those self help books. Cause yeah. Because like, in, in my head I was like, this is so cheesy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's everything that I know to do, but, but really, like, how often, you know, how often do you take the time to check what's in here? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't. 
A lot of people don't. And that's the that's the driving force of your life. This mm-hmm. is the driving it's like having a car and not changing the oil in your engine. Like it's basically you always gotta check in with yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And I think um there's some books out there that will put you onto some good stuff. Yeah. And and analyze that, you know. I uh, you know, going back to uh you you're talking about the uh European culture. Mm-hmm. Um Marcus Aurelius uh, is a philosopher. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoy listening to the way he breaks down um, different concepts. Uh, and it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant because instead of putting your emotions at the forefront when comprehending things and, 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 and trying to understand what other people are saying, mm-hmm. you act, he, he puts you into uh, a different perspective. Take yourself out of that and kind of re- and really understand what they're saying and, and listen to the intent mm-hmm. and th- those those principles will will save you so much heartache in life <laughs> yeah definitely because even with um that whole course of study that it was crazy because we were in high school doing that and it was basically the same amount of work that a college class would because i came to fau i was like oh this is a breeze like (laughs) like, it's you know it prepared me for like everything that happened in life prepared me for where i am today so Mm -hmm. you know definitely they had a lot of interesting very interesting concepts and like ways of thinking and i can't really recall all of them because we learned about so much it was just like at some point, I had to just start taking stuff out to make yeah. space for more information. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not even going to you know, try to recall all of the philosophers, <laughs> but um, they definitely did have an impact on it because some just had such opposing views mm-hmm. that it forced you to kind of see from different perspectives. Yeah. And it's not even so much about understanding their viewpoint, but the fact that you can actually switch your understanding to a different perspective. That's the key that... You know, a lot of people kind of mull over. Yeah. It's not necessarily what you're knowing, but like how you're using your head to you yeah. know decipher this yeah. information. Yeah. It's really uh, uh, the way you perceive things, like your perspective mm-hmm. out on life. Perception is reality. Yeah, it is. And if you have a negative perception, then you have a negative reality. Um, it's it's <clears throat> it's just a core principle of, of in my opinion of of living a a life full of fulfillment. You know, mm-hmm. love. You know, what what means the most to you? What your neighbor says, or your wife, or your husband? You know, or your family? You know, it's 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 just there's so there's so much input in this world, so much um, that we're absorbing, especially with the internet. This mm-hmm. is this is so yeah. new to to humanity. And it's like you got to kind of consolidate all these things and, 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 and really understand, okay, what is really important? What's reality? Right, like what's right. really important? Yeah, yeah definitely um, the rise of social media has changed the way society has moved and grown because it's kind of weird because I feel like for our generation, it's like we were really one foot in, one foot on the other side yeah. because – when we were younger we did have that dial up we did have you know you couldn't use your phone after a certain time you know (laughs) three minuts after nine or whatever you know so (laughs) so it's like we had that and then to come straight into you know iphones and instagram and twitter and all of these things because i remember when twitter first dropped and like nobody was really messing with it like that but it started getting popular. Yeah, nobody really yeah. got it. Like it was yeah, just it was so, like, what, it was so weird. I'm just supposed to put my random thoughts out here. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like everybody. That's the first place for 
you know breaking news like if somebody's yeah. on the forefront they can tweet about what they're yeah. doing yeah and it's like that's the quickest source of information yeah. now yeah. and it's crazy because it's really all social media it's just to keep in touch with the people that you know but you've reached a bigger audience you have these influencers mm-hmm. you know you have different venues of like releasing content there's yeah. so many different apps out yeah. nowadays so it's kind of like crazy to see the switch and then especially like i said for our generation because we've seen both sides where our parents can be like oh well yeah we didn't have all of this new stuff yeah but then we can still tell our kids like <laughs> yeah we didn't have <laughs> we, none we of this did. new yeah. stuff when we were kids so yeah it's definitely that um that kind of off balance or that like median for us yeah and we can i think we can really speak about it and but i'm kind of i'm glad because again it brings more awareness to what's actually happening but it's Mm -hmm. just again the double-sided sword you get information fast but then again information could be false yeah yeah so it's just trying to find those reliable sources and those people that you can trust to you know retain information from absolutely and and plus like i as a 90s baby i feel like we're we, we're in a blessed era because we got to see oh, what reality was before the, all the cell phones and mm-hmm. social media and now we're living in it in our prime we're in yeah. our primes we're in our 20s so we're able to adapt to it and understand mm-hmm. it uh, fully and it's just like okay we know what reality is and what it isn't but a lot of these younger kids don't because they, they were born with the iPhone in their hand, yeah. you know. And, and, of course, the old people, <laughs> they're not going to understand. They, it's hell. They're still fighting over racism. Like, yeah. that's, that's – it's just – so we're kind of in the middle of this and we're kind of, like, delegating, like, holy smokes. Like, this, there's, yeah, like, two so realities. Yeah. to deal with. And, like, yeah. I don't – because I, I can't remember if I saw a tweet or if I just saw an article, but it was kind of like – Again, our generation has lived through a lot. And I'm not going to say, you know, more than anybody else because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to discredit what, you know, anybody has gone through. But as far as the shifting, like, we were here for, you know, um, what they they called it, Y2K, right? Yeah. When we thought the world was supposed to end at that time. Yeah, was that what the computers were supposed Uh, to? I think so. Yeah, like, I I think think 2.0 and all that. Like, I think they were worried about, like... I don't, it sounds ridiculous now. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, but at yeah. that time, people really did believe it, and they were, like, stressed about it. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the year 2000 came, nothing happened. Yeah. And then we were like, okay. And then next thing you know, there's 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it was, um, you know, the constant, um, like, actual earth. Um, I don't know the, the words escaping me right now, but the natural disasters. Yeah, yeah. Those started happening, you know. The hurricanes, you know, Katrina, yeah, sure. all of that stuff, then the earthquake, you know, in Haiti. And mm. we've seen so many things, and then especially, you know, the first black president to whatever is in the office right now, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we have those different elements. Like we can recall so many different life changing or social, like society altering events that, you know, happened during our lifetime. And it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. It, I, I've, at the age of 24, I feel like I witnessed so much, and I and, and I, I think it's purely from the internet. I, th- I think definitely, yeah. I, I think that the internet gives us a, a a much wider perspective of what's going on in the world. I mean, we know what's going on in Europe. We know what's going on in Germany. All we know what's going on <laughs> all at the same time. My parents never had this. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so much input. And I think it goes back to my original point: what really matters. 
what really matters. Um, and and one thing that I've been really focusing on is uh, is is a family relationship, right? Definitely. Being be, be being really close to my family and having a network where we can communicate um, anything, right? And then also uh, building that social presence of uh, of of a podcast, you know, y- utilizing social media in in a positive way and 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 hopefully getting my getting my talents out there mm-hmm. i feel like i'm a talker but who knows man because <laughs> yeah, there's space for everybody like that's the thing about that's the good thing about social media too is because it's such a big platform and you're introduced to so many different people mm-hmm. whether you know it or not yeah your content comes across so many different people so yeah. it's like it's different for let's say you're in your hometown trying to pursue something and all you really have is your hometown to support you. Yeah. No, it's with social media. Now it's like you have so many different people that can support you. You have people that might be in New Zealand that will like really be tuning into this every day. Yeah. Really supporting you, but you would have never known them if it wasn't for social media. Yeah. So there, it has its plus, its plus sides. Most definitely. Yeah. I don't, I think um, a lot of negativity is on uh, its focus on social media. Like social media is just nothing but negativity. But literally, if you clean up your timeline, yeah. unfollow people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 are toxic and you know follow things that you like. Yeah. Literally, your timeline would change. I noticed <clears throat> that with Instagram. Like I I just I was on, I just started following things that I was only interested in, mm-hmm. like jujitsu and like. Literally, my timeline changed. I was like, wow, I like this. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, with also with social media, a lot of people like to put up a front or like yeah, whatever their friends might be into, yeah. that's what they'll be into. So, you know, they have these accounts where all they post is just negative stuff or stuff to just divide people, you know. But And then there's some people that follow it because they want to keep up with, you know, celebrities yeah. and they want to keep up with their lifestyle because that's a lifestyle they hope to live one day. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, do you really want that lifestyle for you yeah. or do you want it just to impress other people? And yeah. that's the distinctive, like that's what you have to figure out within yourself. Yeah. Do you want to impress outside sources or, and I'm talking to me like yeah. too, no, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really was a person that like, I'm starting to get out of it. I can't say I don't completely care about yeah. what people say, but I'm starting to break out of that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, you know, new process, but I'm definitely working hard to get out of it. Cause yeah. it's not a, like, again, like what's important, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, you're being you're being honest and genuine, and 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 I think that when you when you realize that things become begin become easier to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I a lot of people don't even know that they're doing that. That's the crazy thing. They're not even aware. Uh, they're trying to they're trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? You know, and and what that ends up being is a treadmill. And you're you're running on a never-ending treadmill. You're trying to keep up with it. Well, eventually you're gonna get tired, and that's where I think these mental breakdowns come from. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, uh, because you're too busy focusing on trying to play keep up, you know, you, you begin to lose focus on your own life. Right. You know, your own life path. And I think it's very easy uh, for a lot of young people. A lot of young people don't have um, morals instilled, um, who really don't have a fingerprint on what life is. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you, you brought up that you were uh, shielded. I was shielded, too. Mm-hmm. Most definitely was shielded. And so I didn't really learn any of that until I went to college. That's really, really college has, has taught me a lot of things uh, more in, in, in a social atmosphere yeah. type of way. Um, I, of course, you know, I'm educated. I know how to look up different things things if i need to look at scientific uh you know uh journals that were peer-reviewed i know where to look it up Mm -hmm. and i know how to study but as far as dealing with people 
communicating with different people and understanding if this is this person BSing me. <laughs> yeah, because um, as far as the educational system growing up, it's like one set of you know grades that you go through. It's really just those people. Mm-hmm. So you're always seeing the same people. Yeah, and you know that's elementary, that's middle school, that's high school. You're always seeing the same people. But when it comes to college, it's like you meet someone new every single day. Yeah. Like you might have been there the entire four years or however long you're spending in college. First day, you may have met whoever you wanted to meet or whatever. But mm-hmm. by the time your last day, you're still meeting new people. Yeah. And you've been probably there the same amount of time, but you just yeah. haven't met them yet. So yeah. it definitely gives you more freedom as far as like scheduling goes and then. You know, just the opportunity to meet people. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so different. Yeah. How was your uh, college experience? Be like. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was dope. I mean, I definitely learned a lot. Um, my first two years, I, w- I went to uh, FAMU. Um, so that was at HBCU. Um, I guess I uh, experienced that and uh, also be a college athlete as well. And then... Um, it was a complete shift coming to FAU, but it was like a refreshing shift because um, obviously like Tallahassee is just, you know, like party, college life, all that type of thing. And then coming to FAU, you can be at your own pace because it's South Florida. Like you can kind of you can you can do like you can be ducked off. You know what I mean? And um, the, like the aesthetic, the ambiance, you can, you know, after class, you can just go to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, you can actually go to South Florida and enjoy the nightlife and um, you experience a lot of cultures that are refreshing as well you know what i mean and um everybody has i don't know for me i also like nice things so like just seeing Definitely. like <laughs> um like nice cars nice nice uh nice houses all that type of stuff is like very inspiring and it, it just keeps everything like fresh like my imagination fresh um and just understand that like um you try to you know that these things are out there and they're attainable you know what I mean? And um, you don't want to go back. You know what I'm saying? Like once you once you've been once you've stretched your mind, you don't want to go back to the things that you came from. Yeah, most definitely. And um, similar to uh, Brooklyn, I, I feel like this place, again, is, 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 is a diverse setting. And mm-hmm. I honestly I think a big part of my creativity and creating something like this comes from living in a place like this. <laughs> Right. I, I really do, because I feel like if I stayed in Mississippi or Michigan, I don't know what I would be doing. <laughs> it's so funny yeah. to even think about that. I don't even know what I would be doing. But I think, you know, living in a, in a place like this where, you know, there's so many clashes of culture and there's so many different interesting people, um, you know, it, it, it could really have you think a certain way and begin to spark different things that um, wouldn't have been sparked if you lived in a different demographic. Right. That's why with like um, when it comes to my placement right now, because I wasn't trying to move here. Yeah. But it was, you know, family emergency. So I had to come down here. But it was like, again, they also, you know, whatever universe, if you want to call it God, like anything. It just knew that I wasn't going to survive in just some kind of rural area. I needed to be close to some sort of city. Yeah. So, you know, me also helping my family and then coming down here, I still had Miami to, you know, be able to go to. Yeah. And um, like he said earlier, 
you know, he likes nice things and like, you know, you, you're able to see all of these things out here. When I first came down here, it was, I think it was um 2004, just to like visit and everything. Okay. But that was the first time I ever like actually seen a Lamborghini in person. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. That's attainable. You know, like yeah. that's, it's really right there. Yeah. Like I'm only seeing these things on TV. Yeah. Because like even in New York, you're not, because it's the city. You have too many people there. You're yeah. not really going to be driving and parking your yeah. Lambo or your, you know, your Ferrari just out <laughs> on the street like that. You're not going to do it. So when I just saw it, just like, you know, you see a Ferrari right there. You see a Lambo right there. Yeah. You know, Rolls Royce somewhere over there. So I'm just like, oh, so y'all just be, y'all just take a drive just for fun <laughs> of it. <laughs> so it was definitely um, a change because I feel like me personally, that's why I want to live in LA because I feel like it's the perfect mix of mm, okay. New York and Florida. Yeah. Because I like the open space, but I still like having, you know, access to the city life yeah. because that's how I was raised. So definitely um, want to be out there at some point. That's <laughs> what's up. That's what's up. We, um, Bree and I, Bree's my girlfriend, just in case you guys don't know. Uh, <laughs> we, we have been... I guess deciding where we want to uh, take the next step and live at. Um, Colorado is an option. Um, mm-hmm. Texas is an option. Texas got some nice Texas. houses. <laughs> go to low, go to low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, my whole thought of that is, you know, I, I think it comes back to the roots. Who I am by nature, small town boy. I, you know, I'm, I'm the type of dude to have like three acres of land and, you know, have a garden and and the crops and grow my own stuff and hunt and stuff like that. So, you know, I could get adjusted and, and adapted to that, uh, and and still have that 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 Denver type of vibe. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or or that Dallas type of vibe. You know, go to downtown during the weekends and stuff. Yeah. But having that um that the equality of peacefulness on my land mm-hmm. and then deciding if I want to go downtown, if, you know, if I want to during the weekend and turn up or whatever. It's all about the choice. Like I yeah. want to be able to choose what are like what I want to do. Yeah. And yeah. I love the fact that, um, when I was a kid, I used to take, uh, trips every summer to Portland, Oregon. Cause I had some family out there. How's it out there? It's nice. It's really Good. nice. It has, you know, it's it similar rains a lot, to, though, right? That's Seattle. Okay. Seattle. Seattle rains a lot. Um, yeah. They have real temperate weather. Like, it's so, so similar to New York where, you know, you have hot summers, you have cold winters, mm-hmm. you know, the fall is really beautiful and colorful yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, with my family out there, they also were a uh, influence on me as far as success-wise because every time I went out there, it was a different house. Mm. And none of them were less than two stories like mm-hmm. less than four bedrooms like and this is just you know casual just yeah i'm just here like yeah. not to mention if yeah we don't know if you have a vacation house but <laughs> we used to travel so many different places just hop on a plane go wherever but it was like when you have that standard growing up as a kid it's like you really can't visualize anything less Mm-mm. because you've already experienced you've already stepped into what you could have yeah so it's yeah. like definitely um it's a nice area out there, and then it's on the West Coast. It showed me the West Coast ain't bad. I um, used to work for a preschool. Like, I did preschool photography, mm-hmm. um, like, earlier this year. But they allowed me to travel, too. So even though I've been begging, not like, in the, again, the manifestation, yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get to L.A. Yeah. My first job was in L.A. Wow. when I worked with that company. Yeah. So I made it out there, and I was in L.A. for a week, and I was just hype. I was just like, yo, I can't <laughs> wait to move out here. Um, 
Then I did visit um, Mississippi after. Okay. How um, do you I feel about was, Mississippi? <laughs> it, it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was... Don't talk too bad. <laughs> nah, it was just, like, really empty, in a sense. Like, it was just, like, you'd see one building, then you drive, and then you'll see another one. Yeah. I'm just, like... Because, yeah. again, I'm, I'm a city girl. I'm used to, yeah. you know, things being cluttered and, like, close together. But there was definitely this one... Um, I can't even remember what the restaurant was called, but I walked in there as soon as I walked in there. Um, Anthony Hamilton, Charlene was playing, and I just knew the food was going to slap. Oh, like, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I just knew it was, but it was one of those uh, historical places, like, mm-hmm. where um, old bands and, like, mm-hmm. old black artists used to stop by, so they had pictures of... What part? Uh, I cannot remember. Uh, Tupelo? Yes. What? Yes. That's where yes. I'm from. Yeah, that's, that's I just where I guessed. went. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's yeah, that's where <laughs> I went. So, um, wow. Yeah, that's I where to, I was born in Tupelo General Hospital. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's where I was, and crazy. um, yeah, the food was definitely good. Like I had the turkey leg with the cornbread and like, the. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's <laughs> so food. And I knew they had like they own they had the Kool Aid mixed in. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> But yeah, that was definitely like they had all of the pictures. They had um, Temptations, Jackson yeah. Five, yeah, um, you know a couple, and they was playing old school music too. So. I believe Elvis is from there, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Ray Schremer, mm-hmm. <laughs> those okay, boys okay. are from there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely uh, <laughs> you know a little. It was different because I've never been to yeah. a place like that before. Yeah, so it was definitely nice to see. You you mentioned that Mississippi is like a em- empty. Like, like kind of vibe it has like an empty kind of vibe to mm-hmm. it it's very much spaced out yeah, I, I think so. I think the best way I can explain um, Mississippi is complacency like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really complacent way to live you know you're not going to be pushed to do anything spectacular you know that nine to five life you know the Monday through Friday relax mm-hmm. on the weekends go to church Sunday go to church Wednesday it's that type of life it's very uniform and it's very um, predictable and, and so in that way, you know, it's good because there's nothing really unexpected that's going to happen. But then you kind of lack excitement, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you lack. The, so, you know, I, I'm blessed that I was able to, you know, get out of that society and, and, and see so many different parts of the of the United States mm-hmm. and realize like, hey, man, there's a lot more to life than. You know, the, but hey, Mississippi has some of the best food yes, in the country. <laughs> <laughs> that yes, cornbread. Okay. Yes, because yes, I was in there falling asleep. I was like, yeah, I got to make it back to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, the itis. Yeah, yeah, that thing was slapping me. <laughs> See, the problem is, is when you eat like that <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. I, that that is a huge problem, man. I think Mississippi is in the top five states as far as like obesity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you eat you know that type of food on a consistent basis it's not it's never going to be good and yeah, cause uh, it was nothing but like restaurants and just houses like, yeah that's yeah really all well I they pride themselves on good cooking mm-hmm. i mean whenever you can you know cook something so spectacular and, and sleep all day i mean you you can get adapted to that real quick really really quick. really quick <laughs> you know so you might have you know the state fair you know once in a while you know throughout the year something to look forward to but as far as like uh, you know, a, a city that's prolific as Brooklyn or as mm-hmm. prolific as Miami. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a place. Like but that I'm glad though, like, because I've always wanted to just, because I was saying like I need to at least 
visit every state you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. like i was born here i definitely need to experience it although i do have like my caribbean background so i'm able to go outside of the country yeah but it's like i definitely need to cover the space here yeah. Yeah. so i can just at least check that off my book okay yeah. next travel spot like, yeah. let's go because i really do want to travel the world like oh, i want to yeah. be able to freely with no kind of financial worries no yeah. kind of obligations just freely move around yeah yeah I, and, and that's like the ultimate goal for me too i i feel like when you immerse yourself in different cultures you learn so so much like Definitely. so many different things like uh, right now i'm studying um uh espanol uh spanish i'm working on my spanish mm-hmm. and um you know it, it has my brain working in a different way yeah like my, my brain it's somehow I, when i hear uh, uh spanish people uh, speak i'm able to kind of understand their culture a little bit more right. the, the, the reason why they um have uh, certain accents on certain words and and the, and the, the way they express mm-hmm. themselves through those words you know it's it, it has my brain perceive a whole it's like almost like a, an unlocked perception like i unlocked a perception you know and the more that i learn the more i'm able to comprehend that perception but it's i think when you immerse yourself in different cultures you, you just grow as a person yeah definitely and that's why again why i appreciated new york so much because you know again as a kid like with the curriculum of what they're teaching you a lot of things you have to figure out on your own because they're not going to cover you know every single country in the world they're going to tell you where that stuff's located but they're not going to tell you about that country's you know culture and everything so the fact that I've went, I've gone to school with people and I've actually learned about like I never knew where they came from I never mm-hmm. knew what it, the country's name was yeah I didn't know I just grouped them all under you know because of like their race or like how yeah. they looked but yeah. it was like I realized the different cultures and how different they are yeah and it's like how let's say like me and you like okay we're both you know probably born in the same year same month everything like that so mm. it's like but we're from two different places so we have two different you know outlooks on like how we grew up and stuff like that so but we're of the same race yeah so it's like that kind of yeah you know differentiation that was what it um exposed me to and i was very good because it lowered my ignorance levels Mm -hmm. because i would only consider like this type of person just oh that's just you know what i'm saying yeah but okay you're from here and you're from this other place yeah. y'all may look alike kind of because of the general region mm-hmm. but y'all aren't from the same place exactly so yeah. it's like that that kind of opened me up to it and then also with languages too because like i said we had roman and greek mythology mm-hmm. during that high school period um it was because i can say my elementary school and my middle school was predominantly black mm-hmm. but when i got into my specialized high school it was all races like all different cultures different people and we also were studying a different um we weren't studying like america yeah we were studying other places so they had us learning latin and spanish at the same time yeah and you can see where it kind of related and it kind of showed us like even though they say latin is a dead language it really is the root for a lot of other languages yeah so once you know that it's like you can kind of move your way through other languages because because of latin i can understand spanish better Mm -hmm. because of that i can probably get a couple words in like greek or Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that so 
they really pushed us and exposed us to a lot of things like the Greek alphabet even before, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I joined the D9. It was like yeah. the Greek alphabet was exposed to me. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. another thing, like these little things that add up. Yeah. Because I, I knew I was going to use it. I just didn't know what <laughs> I needed it for. So, yeah. so it's kind of like, you know, I was glad that I had that, you know, exposure. And then the different um, food is also another thing that I really do like you learning food? through. Yeah, food. Oh, I'm a tourist, so I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm same, listening. Same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we get so, it. Oh, he gets it too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Sure, I'm thinking about cooking right now. I mean, like, as soon as I get off. Yeah, but it's like you do really learn a lot through eating, mm. you know, the staple foods of different cultures. Yeah. I used to watch a lot of, um, you know, Anthony Bourdain and um, Andrew Zimmerman, like the, uh, what is it, what's his show called? I think, um, I can't remember what Anthony Bourdain's was, but I know it was Bizarre Foods for yeah, yeah. Um, the other guy. So I just used to watch it and see how these people used yeah. to make their food. And then I also compare it to the foods that I used to eat growing nice. up, you know, yeah. as a growing up in a Jamaican household. Yeah. It's really not that different. It's just when you come to America, it's kind of like it really shuts off. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other countries have some sort of similar, like, because we were um, under, you know, the UK's, you know, power and everything, yeah. we have similar rituals as far as food goes to them. Yeah. So it's like you see how these people, these different places are connected. Yeah. And it's just like really just pinpointing who's connected to who and how it yeah. has um, joined together today. Yeah. Um, I've been studying history a lot lately, and I, and that's one thing that's very interesting to me, the, the influence that ancient culture has on uh, the, the cultures that are currently thriving today. Like, I, 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 I think it's pretty obvious that, you know, Rome is, this is like the new Rome of today. And, but then you have certain cultures like ancient Egypt mm-hmm. and the way they were able to construct these pyramids. Like, where did that come from? How did they? How did they construct this That's magnificent? <laughs> exactly, but the fact that um, they were able to do that mm-hmm. during that time and and still and still thrive off a, off a advanced civilization, and then you go even further back when you look at um, um, the Mesopotamia, and then you look at the ancient Sumerians and, and the way they were able to construct their religions, and you know them coming in contact with uh, other deities like the Anunnaki and, mm-hmm. and, and and different things like that. It's just like wow this all is like a loop everything just comes back together yeah because it's 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 crazy to even um because we studied my history class was like legit from the beginning beginning of like whatever anybody could have (laughs) documented we're talking about like when they're just scraping like you know like the caves and all of that like lucy going back to her her days like Mm-hmm. very beginning of like very, very, very yeah. beginning so it's like we see all of that because you know other schools they teach you history they're probably going to stop right before the civil rights movement or yeah. you know just or just farthest they go into slavery yeah because you know that's as far as yeah. you know they that, either want to tell yeah. us or they know it themselves and that's where our history is it yeah. starts at yeah. slavery and, so and they don't look they don't the want to yeah they yeah. don't want to tell people that we did we were in a place of power yeah we yeah. were controlling, you know, a set of people. We did have importance. Mm-hmm. They don't want to let you know that. Oh, and so we still, we still very much do. Yeah, we much still do. De- yeah. very much yeah. do, but they trying to twist the, you know. Yeah. Back then, it was kind of like you knew for a fact that you really could not, you know, withhold these people. Like, these people yeah. are powerful. They're more powerful yeah. than you. So, it's exactly. kind of like now they're trying to erase that so that yeah. we can't have anything to fall back on. Yeah. So, it's just, you know, it's people are starting to realize 
and everything but it's uh it definitely starts with what you're studying yeah and it's good to i like i like studying and the point of education where there's no pressure yeah i am not a good test taker like, i don't <laughs> like tests i don't have my exams and uh at fau i walked in and just saw scantrons had to walk back out and go get me one like <laughs> i had no idea a test was happening that day <laughs> oh my gosh but you know but i still retained a lot of the knowledge but yeah. it's just don't put me in that kind of high pressure situation so i i was the exact exact opposite i i would prepare it but then just completely fold which is something something about i didn't really realize what anxiety was until i until i uh came into college because uh you know i'm one of the first people to go to college full-time and then you know graduate with a bachelor's or, or whatever in my family so the amount of pressure i had on me from the beginning was 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 pretty heavy and i just felt like every exam i had that pressure on me and it it would uh it would make me you know in, in a lot of cases um underperform mm-hmm to my capabilities so like yeah it's just yeah no most definitely yeah i just had to say that one yeah no no <laughs> trust me because like a lot of people gonna feel that because it's like i took from college more than the educational part because oh, yeah. you had to experience you know other people like you were saying it um upped your social you know experiences as far as just dealing with different personalities and different cultures and all of that but it's like College is an experience that it's not only educational, it's not only social, but it's like it's really where you find yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to say that's the only place that you can go to to find yourself, mm-hmm. but that is where a lot of people do end up finding themselves. So yeah. it's just learning all around. I'm a big fan of learning, but just, again, not a big fan of test taking because yeah. you're just forcing information to regurgitate back onto a paper. And sometimes it sticks, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. I personally don't think that that's like a good tactic to yeah. have yeah well it's um amazing to hear how far you I've, I've i've came in contact with you a few times um through brianna mm-hmm. brianna and she just speaks the world of you and so i know i yeah, had to have you on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> i know i had to have you on you seem like a very genuine person and and obviously a very creative person mm-hmm. someone who's goal driven and then you know you brought up the fact that you believe in manifestation and you could change so it's you're on the right path you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it seems like you have a great head on your shoulders um you know uh is there anything else you want to say um, you plug yourself in yeah let the uh, people know where to follow you at <laughs> you know i have um my personal instagram page is at Teal, so that's b-a-e-t-e-i-l my professional page is revelationary so that's r-e-v-e-l-a-t-i-o-n-a-r-y and then I have my website, which is Revelationary, same way I spelled it just now, and then visuals.com, so that's revelationaryvisuals.com. Check me out, you know, follow me, hit me up if you need something done. Got videography, photography, graphic design. Pretty much, you know, a one-stop shop, so y'all hit me up. <laughs> All right, you heard her. All right, and that's the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. We love you guys. Thank you for the support. We see it all, and uh, we just we're continually trying to push out, you know, great content. You know, so we'll consistently work on that. Thank you very much. All right, that was a good one.